0: Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to BQA. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australia Regional Coordinator for Faith FM. If you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, you can text me at zero four zero one three zero five zero seven seven or email info at faithfm.com.au. You can visit us also on the website, uh, faithfm.com.au. And uh, our theme for this week is Bible and end time events. Our big questions, we dealt with some of them already. What is the mark of the beast? What state of life is there after death? Where on earth is hell? Can we have a thousand years of peace? But we are going to uh, talk today about... uh, what is Baptism? And our co-host today is Alan Philip. Alan is a student uh, studying an associated degree in electrical engineering. It's good to have you with us again, Alan. It's good to be here, Nick. Hey, Alan, um, time goes very quickly and um, uh, Friday comes up and is the day when uh, you come along with us sometime and um, we have a very interesting topic uh today to talk uh, alan can you just tell us a little bit what you understand what is
1: baptism baptism in a just to summarize it is made up of um it's actually a symbol um, a symbol and to get the summary from scripture i'm going to be using uh from first peter chapter 3 18 to 22 and also Colossians two eleven to 13 and also verse 20. So, roughly, um, baptism is the answer of a good conscience toward God, and the symbolism behind baptism is that you actually are buried with Him when you're baptized. So, that means putting off the sins of the flesh, being dead in your trespasses, and dying with Christ.
0: Mm, that's really good. When I'm thinking about baptism... I believe today seems like people are not that, uh, you know, troubled about uh, uh, to make a commitment uh, with God through baptism. Uh, They can take it easily. But when I look back in history, there are people who really pay a a big price for their decisions to be baptized. And um, if I'm thinking of a place in uh, Europe Bedford in England, and here a man by the name of John Gifford, and he was very instrumental in bringing to Jesus another very well known person, uh, John Banyan. And John Banyan, some people may think that uh, before his conversion uh, he was a thief. I don't uh, know about that, I haven't done uh, research on that, but what is important that uh, John Banyan. He gave his life to Jesus um, through this uh, man uh, which I mentioned a bit earlier, John um, uh, Guilford. And uh, in the uh, United Kingdom, uh, the river um, Ossie or something like that, I'm not sure how uh, you pronounce it, uh, is where John Banyan was baptized. And even if you go today, you see a plague there with his name back in... Um, Uh, 16th century and uh, you may know about John Banyan about the Pilgrim Progress. That was a very uh, important um, uh, book written and I think he's done even a movie um, and uh, John Banyan because of his conviction about baptism and preaching baptism, he was jailed for 12 years and when he was released, he continued preaching uh, and he was arrested again for two years. And if you go in Europe, you wouldn't miss uh, that um, place to visit and to learn a little bit more about John uh, Banion And you can even find um, John Banion's church in uh, Bedford, England. There there are some stained glasses there with the Pilgrim Progress and uh, uh, all those things. And this man had to say a few things. Is thy strength so small? Fear not the lions. Better though difficult the right way to go than to be at fault. As I said, he was in prison for 12 years uh, for the Bible truth about baptism but he says it was worth it it was mercy to suffer for a just cause he took a stand for god's truth is water baptism still relevant and how important is why do churches baptize in different ways does it really matter these are a few questions which we may um, uh, come uh, across uh, in this program. But uh, let's start, uh, Alan, with the passage from the Bible in Mark 16.16. 16. How important is baptism?
1: Mark 16.16 16 says, He who believes and is baptized will be saved, um, but he who does not believe will be condemned. So, According to Jesus, all Christians need to be baptized. It's really important. All right. According yeah, to,
0: to Jesus, as you just said, uh, people need to be baptized. But another question here, what was one of the last instructions that Jesus gave to the disciples?
1: The last instructions can be found in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. That's Matthew 28, verse 19. And it says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Do you know how this was called by in, in the
0: Bible? Uh, the Great Commission. The Great Commission. And uh, this is what you and me... Um, should do, go and preach the gospel and invite people to give their lives to God and to be baptized. Now, I believe um, yourself uh, was not that long ago, you know, when you were baptized. And uh, by the way,
1: just a a question, that what prompted you to to get baptized? Um, What prompted me initially was actually my brother wanted to get baptized. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about making my stand as well. And I decided to go to Bible studies together with him, and also we had a friend too, so the three of us, we all went along to get baptized. And on the day of our baptism, we actually had, I believe, a total of about 10 or 11 people that all got baptized mm. on the same day. All oh, right, which means your brother was a good influence for you. <laughs> yes, uh, he was.
0: And, you know, uh, sometimes people believe that uh, you need to know everything and to to be ready
1: to, to be baptized. But actually, uh, you learn a lot of things after baptism, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. And life is always, it's a journey. No matter how young you are or how old you are, we're always learning something new.
0: Mm. All right, coming back to that passage in Matthew and the Great Commission, as you just mentioned it, the last words of
1: someone are often significant. That's correct. So here we find Jesus sharing his vision for the new Christian church. mm mm-hmm. Any church which, is, which does not teach or practice baptism is actually not following the instructions of Jesus. Oh, that's a good point, actually. And how many methods of baptism are recommended in the Bible? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 5 gives us that answer, and it says, One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Mm. So there's only one baptism here. The word the word baptism literally means to immerse uh, or to submerge. That's correct. It actually comes from the Greek word baptizo. So another word for baptism would simply be immersion. Mm-hmm. The Bible never uses the words to sprinkle or pour as an in a, as an appropriate method of baptism. So the one true baptism of the Bible is baptism in water by full immersion.
0: All right, you you mentioned there a couple of words like sprinkling and other other methods of uh, baptism, but how was Jesus baptized?
1: Jesus was baptized, we can find that in Mark chapter 1 and verse 9 to 10. And it says, it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting, and the Spirit descended upon him like a dove. Mm-hmm. Then a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now John also baptizing
0: in, um, in some other places near Salem, uh, because there was much water. That's uh, uh, in- interesting uh, passage here, m- lots of water. Um, and you can find that in Mark uh, 3.23. You know, y- you can go all around in Europe and you can find places where uh, baptism is represented. Uh, in Florence, for example, uh, um, you may find places where you see statues there where people are baptized by sprinkling or pouring some water on the uh, top of their heads. Um, But if you go in Jerusalem, if you go uh, in Holy Land, you'll see many people still waiting in the queues there to be baptized in the Jordan River because they uh, want to be baptized like Jesus uh, through immersion. And uh, as you said, um, Alan, baptism, a Greek word, baptizo, uh, means to dip, to emerge, to plunge under water. When all the people were baptized... It comes to pass that Jesus also was baptized and while he prayed the heavens were open we can read this in Luke 3:21 also Luke 3:22 uh, and the holy spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven which said you are my beloved son in you i am well pleased Now, Jesus himself began his ministry
1: at about 30 years of age, roughly around that time. Mm, So, Jesus was baptized in water by full immersion as an adult. That's a very good point, you know, um, because we are going to look at uh, some other
0: examples, you know, where um, people understand differently. Um, For To this were you called. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. You can read this in 1 Peter two twenty one. Who should we follow then? Should we follow the tradition of man or should we follow our uh, master and teacher uh, in Jesus Christ?
1: That's an interesting point that you've made there because if um, when we go to Matthew chapter 3 verses 13 to 15 this is following along from what you've just shared that mm-hmm. we should follow in Jesus steps in 1 Peter 2:21 but in Matthew chapter 3:13 to 15 it says then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him and John tried to prevent him saying I need to be baptized by you and you are coming to me but jesus answered and said to him permit it to be so now for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness mm. then he allowed him and then we just keep on reading what we've read before where jesus came immediately up from the water so it's interesting so jesus did that to fulfill all righteousness and now we also follow in his steps as you've just told mm. us That's a link there with
0: uh, righteousness, where you talk about baptism. It's just not um, just something very simple. It's very significant. Now, Mm -hmm. do we have any other examples in the Bible, uh,
1: other people, how they were baptized? We do. We have um, in Acts chapter eight and verses thirty-eight to thirty-nine, and it says, "So he commanded the chariot to stand still." And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Mm. So we can see there that baptism involves going down into the water, and as a result coming up out of the water. This clearly indicates immersion. That's
0: a very good point, Alan. And um, lots of waters, again, I believe, uh, when the, the um, you think, uh, saw the river and the water, say, what can stop me to be baptized right here? He saw the multitudes of water there. Now, mm-hmm. uh, what does the symbol of water represent in the Bible and in, in this context we're talking about today?
1: In Acts chapter 22, verse 16, it says... And now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins calling on the name of the Lord. Mm. So if you would like to have your sins, hurts and discouragements washed away and have a fresh start in life, then why not consider being baptized? Because here baptism symbolizes the washing away of sins sprinkling or even pouring of water does not suffice. You can't sprinkle away your sins. They need to be washed away. Only baptism where the whole body is immersed truly represents the washing away of sins. Wow, then then it's very important to
0: follow the um, uh, example of the Bible because it's it's not just um, a symbol. It's something very important, uh, meaningful for um, our Newborn uh, experience, if you like. Yes, yes. Now, what does the practice of baptism itself symbolize?
1: If we turn over to Romans chapter 6 and verses 3 to 6, it says there, actually, the whole passage says this, but I'm just going to go at verse 4. It says there, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So we can see here that, just as Jesus died, was buried and then resurrected, so the new Christian dies to the old life of sin, is buried beneath the water in baptism, and then rises to live a new life. And we can actually um, expand this into a number of points here. So, the first point I'm going to say is that it represents the death of your old life. So, the Christian life is not just a matter of being a better person. It's a death to the old life. It's no use wanting to be baptized if you are not prepared to allow your old life to pass away. You would simply come out of the water a wet sinner instead of a new Christian. Mm. Sprinkling or pouring some holy water could never symbolize the death of the old life. You don't just want the old life sprinkled, you need it drowned. I think that's a very good way of saying it, eh? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the second point I'm going to make is that we need the burial of our old life. So the Bible says in Colossians 2.12 that we were buried with Him in baptism. Once again, no amount of sprinkling could ever bury you. We need to be baptized fully by immersion. The point three that I'm going to make is that your new life is in Jesus. So once your old life is dead and buried, you're raised out of the water a new person. Baptism here also symbolizes our decision to be married to Jesus. Whereas you were married to the old man, you were married to Jesus Christ. Baptism is as important to the Christian life as a wedding is to a marriage that is another reason why only adults should be baptized Mm. and whose name do people take when they are baptized we can find that answer in galatians chapter 3 and verse 27 and it says there for as many of you as were baptized into christ have put on christ So, when we are baptized, we are firstly baptized into Jesus. Mm -hmm. This means that we have accepted Him as our best friend and personal Savior. Secondly, we also put on Christ. Just as a woman usually takes the name of her husband, so we take on the name of Christ. We are now known as Christians. Mm, That's beautiful. Does it really matter which form of baptism is used then? It does. I'm going to go to Galatians chapter 1 and verse 8, and we'll um, find that out here. So, Galatians chapter 1 and verse 8 says, But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you, than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Mm -hmm. Notice that Paul repeats himself again in verse 9 to emphasize this very point. In verse 9 he says, As we have said before, so now I say again, If anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what we have received, let him be accursed. Mm. The reason why it matters how and when we are baptized revolves around the symbolic meaning of baptism. According to the Bible, belief, repentance, confession, and being taught the scriptures all precede baptism. That's why you'll never find one instance of a baby baptism in the Bible. Mm,
0: that's interesting, Alan. We are going to take a short break here. Don't go anywhere. Uh, stay with us. This is Faith FM, Drive Time, BQ&A.
2: When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM That's 1-800-324-843. It's uh, very good to have with us uh, David DeLima
0: from um, Family Voice Australia. David, it's very good to have you with us again today. It's
3: good to be back in the studio with you, Nick.
0: Very important topic today. Mm -hmm. We are talking about um, baptism. Yes. And uh, people may just wonder uh, what's so important about Mm -hmm. this. But um, Jesus uh, himself, with the Great Commission in Matthew, he Uh, send the disciples to go to all nations and uh, preach the gospel and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit and um, uh, David, at Family Voice, you are sharing a Christian voice to promote and to defend family, Yes, to give wisdom for nations Mm. are you able to connect that work with the theme we are looking at today here Mm. on Faith FM? Yes Perhaps you can uh, start with uh, how do you understand baptism, first of all. Yes,
3: that's right. Well, it's very important that we go back to the origin of baptism, and we need to recognize that Jewish people are born into the Jewish faith, and if you wanted to become a Jew in the time of Jesus, you had to be baptized. Mm -hmm. So that's the background. And when John the Baptist came along, he said that Jewish people needed to be baptized. And he was prefiguring the work of Jesus, who would also personally submit to baptism because he was identifying with sinners. But then, as you've indicated, he would commission the disciples to go out and baptize. Mm -hmm. So baptism really is all about being humble because those who think that they are righteous need to be told, you are no better than a Gentile, that is a non-Jew, you're no better than a sinner, Mm -hmm. and you need to repent. And then John says, after you've repented, I will baptize you. Yes. So, it's And he resisted important.
0: Jesus. When Jesus came to him to be baptized, yeah, he, he couldn't, kind of resisted He, couldn't, resisted understand it.
3: he yeah. couldn't understand it. But Jesus said, let it be so for now. For the sake of righteousness. Yes. And so uh, Jesus himself submitted. Jesus was perfectly humble Mm -hmm. uh, as he identified with sinful man, really, taking the sins of the world on the cross.
0: Yeah. And you see here also a a very good um, link here with what Jesus said. Let's do it for um the sake of righteousness. The sake of righteousness. Yes. Yes. And the way he did it, you know, like mm. he was a mature man, mm. he went into the Jordan and uh, mm. by immersion, because yes. baptism, we are going to talk today about two different types of baptism which people yes. believed in. Sure. And, um, this is yeah a personal relationship with God. Mm. When you, uh, I remember even uh, when Peter was preaching, you know, mm. and those people hearing his mm. great sermon, they were mm. uh, cutting their hearts. Mm. And uh, when they ask, "What should we do?" Exactly, Peter said, "Repent yes. and be baptized." That's it. Now, is there place, David, for um, the mm. household, for
3: mm. family, for baptism, exactly. or is it just an
0: individual? Uh, Exactly, so uh,
3: we've we lost this phenomenon of what Scripture calls household baptism or family baptism. But about a quarter of all the New Testament references to baptism involve families or households. Mm. So they're listed for us uh, in Scripture. It's uh, quite easy to look them up. And um, the first one we read of is Lydia and her household yes. baptized. In Acts chapter 16, and still in that 16th chapter, the Philippian jailer and his household Mm -hmm. were baptized. And then Paul, writing his first letter to the Corinthians, he references that he baptized the household of Stephanus. Mm. So there are three references in Scripture to families being baptized. How good it is when a family, a whole family, comes to faith. And uh, though it was Lydia's household, she, a woman, uh, it's often the case that when the Father comes to faith, everyone comes to faith. Yes. So may God bring his Holy Spirit to fathers and cause entire families of listeners right now you know, as the Holy Spirit ministers to bring conviction and that they would all be baptized together. How wonderful that would be.
0: I like that, as you said, you know, to the fathers, you know, a mm-hmm. uh, responsibility here. Exactly. And as the father took an in- initiative, exactly. then the family uh, followed. Now, we may think, okay, but, uh, you know, we have freedom of choice. I mean, we cannot force this. And we we don't, you no. know, and nobody no. can force anybody. No. But how nice it is mm-hmm. when you can influence and the whole family exactly. can be baptized. Exactly. And uh, just
3: another point, David. Mm. What about baptism for nations? Yes. Now, this is something that's even more rarely understood uh, in Christian theology for some reason. But Jesus, as you've referenced in those concluding words in Matthew's Gospel, says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. So literally in the Greek it's disciple the nations, Mm -hmm. disciple the nations and baptize them. So how do you baptize a nation? I suppose you might begin with baptizing the leader, and in the same way that a father might uh, provide wonderful influence, Mm -hmm. if a leader comes to faith, perhaps whole nations can come to faith as well. But Uh, There's more to it than that. There's a a connection which is uh, somewhat more uh, difficult for us to get our minds around, Mm -hmm. and that is when John the Baptist said that I will baptize you with water, but one is coming after me who will baptize you uh, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you get baptized by fire? So there's more to baptism than water. There's also (laughs) the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And there's the baptism of fire. Now, we use that phrase, don't we? We've had a baptism of fire, we sometimes say. It comes from Scripture, but it really means a time of trouble or judgment. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank God for these times of trouble and judgment, because if everything went well, we wouldn't bother with God. Mm. But we put our faith in him, and not just individuals or families, but whole nations. So our prayer at Family Voice is that, particularly in this coronavirus shakeup, that we will see this as something of a baptism of fire mm. and that nations will turn to God in repentance.
0: Oh that's good. Thank you for sharing David with us uh, and um, may God bless you and uh, with all your work you do with um, Family Voice Australia thank you. Uh, to really make the awareness mm. there out in uh, you know political levels yes. or uh, whatever is needed. I yes. uh, really appreciate your uh, involvement, your work and again thank you so much for coming Today and share a little bit uh, with us as we are going
3: through this program. Thank you so much, Nick.
2: When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family, or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's
0: 1-800-324-843. Alan, very good to be back again. And um, on what basis do we find other forms of baptism entering into the church? You know, uh, mentioning, as David just uh, said before, you know, there are uh, all sorts of uh, yeah,
1: forms of, of baptism. But let's look in Mark 7 and verse 8. Mark chapter 7, verse 8. The first part of the verse says, For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. So many of the ancient churches in Europe still have their baptismal fonts used for Bible baptism. The church of the 4th and 5th century developed the idea that babies were born guilty of the original sin of Adam mm. and therefore lost. All babies needed cleansing and initiation into the family of God. The practice of baptizing infants was officially san- sanctioned by the council at the Council of Mellah in 416 AD. Over time... This practice of baptism became tradition that was enforced by the church. Mm.
0: And we just mentioned earlier in the program that some people suffered uh, imprisonment, jail, just because of their uh, conviction about the Bible teachings, mm. about baptism. And if they they were not practicing the baptism at that time, they, uh, they were punished. Um, you're right. Uh, tradition can creep in. Very quickly, and then hard to be removed. That's correct. Uh, ancient Christian churches reveal the correct method of baptism. If you go in um, many places so in, in Europe, particularly in a, um, you know, in the Middle East, you still find even now those um, uh, how you call them the baptismal fonts, fonts uh, and. Um, yeah, you can you can search around. Uh, you go around Ephesus, for example, uh, you find all sorts of baptistries there, and um, bigger and smaller depends of the community probably in the in the area, and all of them will um, show you that they are deep, and there are lots of water there, which means they were practicing baptism by immersion. Um, now. John uh, dies approximately age 100, uh, um, and uh, in the 3rd and 4th century AD, a monumental tomb was built over his grave. In the 6th century AD, a 6 doomed church was built over the site um, by uh, Emperor uh, Justinian. Um, and also, there, if you go, if you have a chance to, to visit those places, you'll find some of those uh, uh, baptistries. Um, and uh, you'll, you'll see them even today. There are m- many, many places in, in Europe. But uh, let's, uh, Alan, go uh, a little bit uh, further and uh, look in Acts 16 and just read these verses
1: from 13 to 15 sure acts chapter sixteen thirteen to fifteen says and on the sabbath day we went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made and we sat down and spoke to the women who met there now a certain woman named lydia heard us she was a seller of purple from the city of thyatira who worshipped god mm. The Lord opened her heart to the heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us.
0: Mm. And then Lydia uh, was baptized by Paul right there uh, where uh, she was uh, near to the river. To the river, and David mm. was mentioning about this that um, in the Bible we find places where uh, not only one person was baptized, but the the whole household. Well, they were really convicted, mm. absolutely. And there are many places now. Um, Jesus, our example, was baptized by immersion as an adult. Jesus linked baptism with salvation. Jesus commanded his disciples to preach, teach, and baptize. Jesus thought that baptism follows conversion. How do you
1: know if you are ready for baptism, Alan? Well, there are a number of points. Firstly, when you love Jesus and he is the center of your life. The second point is... When you've accepted Jesus as your personal saviour. The next point is when you've experienced the new birth. When you understand and believe in all the teachings of Jesus. When you have repented of your past sins. And lastly, when you have agreed to turn away from sin and live a life with Jesus. But Mm. don't wait until you feel good enough. God loves you. And baptism is the start of your spiritual journey. All right, then what must uh, accompany the baptism
0: of water?
1: If we turn over to John chapter 3 and verse 5, we can have this answer. So the second part of verse 5 says, Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Mm. So we can see here in that verse that The baptism was of water needs to be accompanied by the baptism of the Holy Spirit To be baptized with the Holy Spirit means to be fully immersed with the Holy Spirit We need to ask for the Holy Spirit and allow the Spirit to change our life Wow, that's a very good passage there to keep in mind, to,
0: remi- to remember and uh, memorize it Does baptism have any um,
1: conjunction with joining a church? Hmm, So, we can see that um, if it does have a connection to joining a church or not. The first text we'll go to, so there's a number of verses I want to go to here, is Acts chapter 2, and we'll look at verse 41 and 47. Verse 41 says, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And in verse 47, the second part says, And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Mm. Now I'd like to make an observation here. If we look in verse 41 of Acts 2 and compare this with verse 47, we can see that those who were baptized were later spoken of those who were being saved. So, this comparison again illustrates the importance of baptism. Getting back to answering your initial uh, question, Nick, though, about whether baptism has any connection to joining a church, I've got a few more texts to share from Scripture. Go ahead, Alan. Sure thing. So, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18. And the first part of the verse says, And he is the head of the body, the church. And another verse we'll go to is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13. And the first part of the verse says, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. Mm. So there we can see that there are some people who wish to be baptized into Jesus, but they don't want to join a church. The Bible is very clear, though. When we are baptized into Jesus, we automatically become part of his body, which is the church.
0: Mm. And What do you reckon uh, there is uh, this attitude of people when they, um, they, they will accept certain things, but they said, Oh, I don't want to be part of any church. I
1: think that's an impossibility mm-hmm. that there's no way. So, when we are baptized, <coughs> we automatically become part of his church.
0: Yeah, m- many people today are here um, saying that uh, uh, I'm a non denominational, you know, I don't want to be part of a church. But the thing is, here, because we have so many churches, and um, mm-hmm. I believe in Christendom, there are over 34,000 Churches and wow. of course people are, uh, uh, you know, troubled which mm-hmm. church to join. But is the Bible? Let's see. We'll, we'll see in the, in the, in the few minutes left if the Bible points us points us out to the right thing, you know, to do and which church to join. Now, when we decide for baptism, we are also making a commitment to become an active member of God's church. And, uh, you know, the great commission we just uh, mentioned a bit earlier mm-hmm. was for everyone. Jesus said, now go preach uh, everything what I have commanded you. Yes, yes. Uh, to the whole world and baptize uh, them. We become part of a family. Uh, church is a family and that's very important to understand and uh, not to uh, be uh, troubled by the fact that, oh, you join now this church, are you part of this uh, uh, sect or part of this uh, whatever? Yeah. No, you need to find out the church which follows the truth of the Bible and when you find that you are part of the family of God We have another question Alan yes. Is Rebaptism baptism ever appropriate
1: Acts chapter 19 uh, gives us that answer so if we go to verse 2 to 5 it says so they said to him we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit and he said to them into what then were you baptized so they said into John's baptism then Paul said John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, mm-hmm. saying to the people that they should believe on Him who would come after Him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we can see from this text that rebaptism is appropriate when substantial new truth is discovered or... You have left Christ, mm.
0: and you know many people also uh, will be baptized, but they will come to more knowledge about the the truth of the Bible, and they want to recommit themselves to God in the in the full understanding of the principles of the Bible. I think that's an ap- it's again appropriate to do so. Now I know that in um, the Protestant world, you know, there is also um, so called um, if somebody wants to. Move to another church, or understand a little bit more about the Bible, and I think it's called. Uh, let me try to think. Uh, the accepted acceptance in the church it just slips out of my head now. Is um, right. I, will, I may come back to that one um, a bit later. Um, Is it called profession of faith? That's it. You see, that's what I was thinking, but just couldn't come into my uh, head, Alan. And, that also demonstrates that you know the principles, you know, and you understand the um, teachings of the Bible about baptism, but you, you some of the uh, understanding in the church you practice your faith or you go may not fully line up with the Bible. And then you want to move to another group. And, yeah, professional faith it's also accepted. Now, when the Apostle Paul was tempted to put off his baptism for a later time, what advice did he receive? Because this is a very important passage in the Bible
1: to consider also. That's a very good question. I'm glad you asked that. The Bible gives us this answer in Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. And it says, And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. I mean, maybe he had reasons
0: to, to hesitate in this regard. Who was Paul? He was a Pharisee. He was an inf- influential man. And um, you see, sometimes you may be approached or troubled in your heart uh, with certain conviction. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life and to complete uh, that work you know which is started um, in in your life now, why are you waiting? This is my question to you, my dear listener. Why are you waiting? If you haven't experienced this yet, I would like you to consider this, and if you like to know more about this, please don't hesitate to call us we will be more than happy to share more information with you and we can pass through some uh, information, whatever is uh, uh, necessary. We're going to take again a short break and um, I would like you to listen to this beautiful song, Take Me to the Water by uh, Nathan Young.
4: Take me to the water to be baptized Bury me with Jesus, the crucified Plunge me in the fountain and make as a testimony of a work inside. Jesus' blood has cleansed me
0: Uh, welcome back. Uh, you are listening to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today, it's Alan Philip. Our big question for today is, what is baptism? And we looked in the Bible and we find the passages in the Bible to really um, teach us uh why do we need to be baptized and uh, which form of baptism should we practice now why are you waiting if you are convinced uh, by the Holy Spirit that you need to make a change in your life? please consider that to um, to be recommitted to god if you if you know God and if you you know lost your way or if you don't experience yet uh, this is the time when you could uh, give your life to jesus hey alan uh, our time is uh, almost up
1: um, just a few points to take home uh, would you be able to share with us a uh, few points absolutely so just to summarize based on what we've been talking about i want you to leave uh, you with uh, three points today the first point is that baptism is one of the most important aspects of being a Christian. Only baptism by full immersion of a believing adult is biblical and reflects the meaning behind the symbolism of baptism. And lastly, baptism is the entry point into God's church. Mm, Beautiful.
0: It is your desire to follow the example of Jesus. Have a fresh start in life and begin preparing or your baptism according to the Bible. Alan, would you be able to say a few words of prayer for us and our listeners?
1: Absolutely. Our Father in heaven, we come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so much that we can come together here and we can learn about baptism, its importance, and that you want every one of us to be saved. Father, I just ask that if there's any listeners here that have this desire to be baptized and they just haven't thought maybe maybe now isn't the right time or they were just putting it off, Father, I just ask that you please, please convict them and please guide them and help them to be able to make that step today. Mm. Father, please be with each and every one of us. Please guide us into all truth. We ask that you do all of these things if it be your will in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Oh, it looks like our time is up for today. Uh, thanks for joining Nikrita and Alan Philip on Drive Time BQ&A. Please join us again next time when we ask: Is the judgment of God bad news? If you like to have your questions answered and uh, um, you want to. M- no more, please don't hesitate to um, send me a text or a ring on zero four zero one three zero five zero seven seven. Really looking forward to see you again. But until then please remember Christ said, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace of the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. This is written in John 14, 27. May God richly bless you. I'll leave you with a beautiful song, Better Than I, by Melita Fong.